Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today is August 22nd. The Bucks went by the Dodgers this week, but then took a series from the Surgeon Cardinals. Then the Athletics' Rob Beer Temple dropped a bomb after tonight's game. Al coffee? Gone? So MLB Pipeline updated the top 30 prospect list. Baseball America's already got theirs out. The MLB standings are moving around a little bit. And the Little League Classic is tonight. So much to talk about, but I don't think we're going to get into any of it. (laughs) The news around the Pirates. Gregory Polanco may have been put on waivers. Uh, I mean, that's probably true coming from the source that it came from. Mm-hmm. But joined always by Jake. How you doing, Jake? Doing good here. Great weekend at the uh, the old Booth household. Um, weekend actually started Thursday. We went to the uh, the mega tour there at PNC Park. Uh, good show. It did pour down rain. Funny, it poured down rain during God bless the rains in Africa. Nice. <laughs> but then Friday, my wife Ashley received her college diploma. She's officially an RN now uh, once she takes her NCLEX and all that nursing you know mumbo jumbo but she's got her diploma she made it through to school Saturday get together celebrate what she did what she accomplished family and friends talked over a lot of loud music hence my voice is a little rough today <laughs> played some softball on Sunday and continued spending time with some family and just pretty busy this weekend but we had a ton of fun yeah Congrats. Yeah. She worked hard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. That was, uh, so it rained during Weezer. How did the order go? Weezer, Fallout Boy, Green Day, Fallout Boy, Weezer, Green Day? It was the Interrupters. And then uh, nobody cares about Weezer. That. We're talking about that. Actually, they were probably the best band there. Hey. <laughs> No, uh, I'm sure. It, I'm sure Weezer was the best band there. Playing, yeah, I'm sure they were, but they weren't that much fun. But it's okay. Really, it's all good. Stadium concerts aren't always that great. I got you. But um, Interrupters, Weezer, Fall Out Boy, Green Day. Okay. Still kind of a bummer as far as I'm concerned because I'd go to see Weezer in that list. They were solid. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, they didn't they didn't mess up once that yeah, I heard. I mean, they're pro. You know, I mean, they're just yeah, they're pro. Yeah, uh, Green Day. Green Day messed up a lot. Oh yeah, I mean, they're all getting up there a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. All right, Gregory Polanco. I think we just start off with this. I mean, this just came out after the game today. Uh, Rob Beer Temple. Drops the tweet out that just says, uh, sources are telling the athletic that they're put Polanco on waivers. This is, uh, okay. Before I say it's surprising, I mean, a lot of people would say this is overdue. Yeah. 
but we've talked about it before on on here. You're paying him money no matter what. Yeah. So as long as he doesn't get claim, like claimed off waivers, but yeah, the likelihood of that happening is slim to none. Yeah. Because people know, even if they want him, people know, let him clear waivers, and then I can sign him as a free agent and pay him. If he opts for free agency, which yeah. I'm sure he would. Right. You know. Hey, guys, uh, this is post-recording here. As I'm editing, there's some more information out here, so I am jumping into this spot right here. Jason Mackey on Twitter has... has uh, quoted some sources here saying that if nobody claims Gregory Polanco and his salary, the Pirates actually will pull him back and so if somebody claims him, he will go to them if not, uh, it looks like he will still be a Pirate, he will still be on the active roster, they will pull him back so there is a little bit of kind of confusion into that so what we did here will uh, was recorded before we had this information. So I'm just jumping in to say, consider that in the conversation. Some of what we're saying will probably be incorrect or whatever, but keep that in mind that if nobody claims him, he will end up coming back. Uh, So we have until Tuesday to figure that out. But uh, with that said, I'll continue the episode here, but just keep that in mind. So uh, basically... We'll know by Tuesday. That will be the deadline. If anybody claims him, it, you know, it's Tuesday. So, but you're right. Nobody's going to claim him because then they'd be claiming. I mean, I think it's only like $2 million. Yeah. So for another team, like that's all that's left of this season. For another team to add $2 million for the rest of the season might not be a huge deal. Right. If you're if you're a contender and you think, if this guy if a change of scenery, like he's still got the pop. Sure. If a change of scenery does get him, we've seen him in short runs be really good. Mm-hmm. That's all that another team would need from him. If by chance he would catch fire, I mean, put him on your playoff roster. If you've got another injury and you've got him available. Sure. You know what I mean? I could see the appeal. And if you don't have and if you don't have another injury and you don't have to play him, he just doesn't go on the postseason roster, right? You know what I mean? Like that's Yeah. The only thing is the money. If you let him go and then sign him to a free agent deal, you can only sign I think the rules are you can only sign him to league minimum anyway. Yeah. Because he's still being paid by the Pirates. Right. So yeah. He's still going to be owed all the money. Like I said, I, I guess in that in that scenario saying if he doesn't get claimed. He'll, right. he'll we'll we'll pay him the rest of this year. We'll pay him the uh the opt out for next year. That's guaranteed yeah, money. The buyout, yeah. Yeah, the buyout, that's what it is, yeah. So, yeah, obviously you don't have to pick up his 14 million dollar option or whatever it is, 12 million dollars. But right. you do have to pay. I think it's, I think it's a million. I don't remember off the top of my head, and I don't, I don't have it pulled up. But you'll pay that buyout, and that'll be on our payroll next year. But 
unless they can, unless they opt to pay it this year, I don't know if that's a possibility. If that's even something, if you release them, do you just have to give them all the guaranteed money or does it come out of next year's payroll? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But either way, he'll get paid that money. Which brings me to say, then why not just let him finish off the season? If you're going to pay him either way, what yeah, harm? That's what harm does it do? It's either watch him play outfield, which is frustrating, and we all get it. <laughs> but at least he's fun. At least, okay. If you only base whether or not you like a player off of how they perform, then I could see you not liking Polanco because he hasn't ever performed to what we thought he was going to. Right. But if you actually say, well, as a player, he hasn't been good, but I like him. He's still, you know, he's still fun to watch sometimes, and he has fun, and you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. And I think he definitely falls under. He's great in the clubhouse. Everybody loves him. You know what I'm saying? As far as that goes, mm-hmm. he's a great teammate. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Mm-hmm. So you could keep that uh, boost in the clubhouse. It wins and losses at this point. Like, if you think that boost in the clubhouse might win him a couple extra games, well, that doesn't matter. So that's sure. not the case. But it is going to be like, oh, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there will be a little bit lost. But as far as I'm concerned, instead of watching Polanco, you're going to watch Anthony Alford. I, it's not any different to me. Right. It's another guy who is in this waiver weird. I mean, like how many guys we talked about? Alford and and Fowler and Tom and even Gamble, even though he's stuck around longer. Nagowski, yeah. Tsutsugo. I mean, it's a never-ending list with this team. At least I think it's more people than I just said. Because if I just said everyone, then it is an ending list. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah, is what we've no, seen happen it. all year. And this is typical of a team who's in a rebuild. Is you try to, just like we did with Nagowski, you catch lightning in a bottle, get the next guy moving. But, you know, at this point, you're saying, well, we don't, I mean, we're not, we've seen Alfred. He's just going to put him out. He's going to be a little bit better defensively or a lot of it better. But I mean, like Polanco's, he has no arm anymore, but like he did rob the home run to save the game. And you know what I mean? Like there's whatever he can make a play every once in a while. Sure. Alfred will probably be more solid in the outfield. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's a, that's a no doubter, but at the same time for what? If if Swaggerty was healthy and was knocking on the door, then Polanco might have been off the roster two months ago to make room for Swaggerty to get some at bats, right. or a month ago if you wanted to wait. But there's nobody, and that's the thing. I mean, you're not bringing Cole Tucker up to play outfield like that's not going to happen. No, I so don't you're not getting happening. a look. You're not getting a look at him. I, uh, the Athletics article does have Hoy Park thrown in there. He could get more innings in the outfield. I could see that. Yeah. If you're going to open up more opportunities for a guy like Hoy Park to play more, that would be the only, like, oh, this makes perfect sense for the Pirates. Right? Yeah. Other than that, I don't see where this makes sense for the Pirates. Where I do see it making sense is for Polanco. There, ha- you think? I mean, there might have been a discussion. Hey man, 
if we let you go right now, there's a chance you could get picked up by a team just needing another outfielder. Yeah. And if that happens, you might get an opportunity to get a change of scenery and to boost your free agency up a little bit and maybe find yourself on a postseason roster. And if you if you have that discussion with a player and say, we could let you ride this thing out, but ultimately it's not going to help you. Yeah. So we could get a look at Hoy Park. You could also get an opportunity to play somewhere else. And that I could see as being a, the only scenario where you're giving Polanco an opportunity to do something out of uh, not even, I would even be hesitant to say gratitude because he never really gave us anything. You know right. what I'm saying? But yeah. out of like respect for him, he, I'll give you one thing. <coughs> he represented the pirates. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, out of respect for a guy not being a troublemaker. I mean, we have a guy that's coming off of our... I mean, we haven't been paying him, but coming off of our payroll this year because his contract will expire, who will be in jail while his contract expires. Right, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, we haven't been paying him, but it's still in the books as money that's not being paid out. Now, after this season, we won't even have to look at that name anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. And... You know, then you get a guy like this who, yeah, he's been hurt. Yeah, he hasn't really shown what he was supposed to be. But at least he's represented well and hasn't been a troublemaker or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, give him that as right. far as like as an organization saying we're going to do this. This this is the direction we're going, but we want to do this in a way where we can give you an opportunity. To me... That's the only way that this isn't kind of rude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're either being like kind of respectful to him by by saying that, or it's almost like you're being disrespectful for saying, hey, we're going to pay you, but you're not going to play for us. <laughs> and that, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I think it's mostly about getting more looks for other guys. I don't even think it's anybody in particular. I just think it's getting more looks at other guys to see if do we want to move forward with this, but like a like an Alfred, like he's not signed with us for next year, correct? Who? Alfred. No, I mean no, I don't. If if we want him next year, we're gonna have to sign him, re-sign him. Well, he's um. I don't know if it's a re-sign or, or I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't even have enough time in the league to, he might still be renewable. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got to have three years to even go to arbitration. So I'm pulling it up right now, just so we know his service <laughs> time, according to baseball reference is yeah, a year, 1.142. He's not even arbitration yeah. eligible till 2023. So he's renewable at this point. You're talking league minimum a little bit better. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So. So yes, that is a way. But but he's out of options. 
Yeah. So, I mean, the Pirates will renew his contract. Yeah. And he'll go but, to spring training still, with us. They're just going to, they're just trying to, I don't know. I mean, they're just trying to get looks at other guys, at what they have coming up. Not necessarily coming up, but what they have to work with. Well, yeah. And that is a, yeah. And ever since the news, I've been kind of running that through my head and saying like, oh, great. It's Anthony Alford. But that is a good point. Somebody's got to play right field. Nobody's knocking on the door for next year either. No. So, we got some time. Next year, we still don't know who's going to play outfield. Right. So, yeah, I think maybe that is it. Hoy Park, Anthony Alford, those are going to be the two guys probably getting opportunities. Mm-hmm. Newman's not going anywhere. So, chances are he'll play short. Him or Cole Tucker are yeah. going to be the shortstop. So, Hoy Park doesn't have that as an option, I guess is what I'm saying. Second base, that's a possibility. But Castro's kind of basically said like, okay, well, I got double A figured out. Let's see if I can figure out this level. I mean, he was good enough that they, they're, they're giving him an extended look at second base. Mm-hmm. And my guess is Rodolfo Castro, if, I mean, obviously everything, I mean, he, if he's awful, he's not going to get that opportunity. Right. But he's getting an extended look and saying, is he our second baseman until a guy like Nick Gonzalez is making his way up? You know what I mean? Who, by the way, right. is on fire right now. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I... It's bittersweet, in my opinion. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just over it. Like, I, I'm just, I was just getting tired of seeing him in the lineup. Like, he's just not been producing for so long. Yeah, I have respect for Gregory Polanco. I didn't really have a whole lot of respect for Gregory Polanco's game. He's never he never developed. He yeah he never developed. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm he here, was always hurt. Here I am getting which isn't, I'm getting hung up on vocabulary, right? I have respect for his game, but it's never, it's never happened. It's never been consistent. Right. It's respect and oh yeah, he's he's good. We need to keep him. Are two different things. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. I yeah. I like Polanco. I've I but that's that's where it stops, right? I just got I'm I'm just tired of being wrong with him. Everybody's like, oh, this you know, we're gonna be terrible. We still have Polanco. I said like, he's gonna have a breakout year. Nope. <laughs> this year Polanco's gonna have a good nope. Yep. It, it's just I'm tired of being wrong. Yeah. I think it's just I think it's best for him to be let go. Change of scenery Maybe could change can, things. I don't know. I mean, that yeah. arm will never be the same again. No, but he could also go to the American League and be a DH. That I think that's most... Uh, I think that is his... We've said that for a few years, though. Mm-hmm. Defensively, he's fine, but that it stops there. Right. And you're basically saying he'd be really good. I could see Polanco developing... How old is Polanco? 29, 30 years old next year? 
You know what I mean? Something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I could see him. I, I mean, David Ortiz. You know what I mean? That's a big name. It is a big name, but <laughs> but when did he break out? Yeah, no, I I get it. That you know, that's my big yeah. thing. He went to Boston, hit 288, 31 homers, and really I mean he did hit 20 homers the year before that in 18 with Minnesota, but even that is when he started like DHing and breaking out. In 18. And 18. And 20 and then oh, 18 the year before. I was like, that's not right. No, he didn't play <laughs> in 2018. No, my bad. But, I mean. Oh, you're good. But, like, Polanco's done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, put him. I mean, he's hit 22 homers in a year. He's hit 23 homers in a year in 18. <laughs> that actually was in 18. Uh, yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, so... Get this guy the where he can be healthy every day. Poppy looks like he broke out when he went to Boston at 27. So a couple years ahead of that. But he was a couple years ahead getting to DH. Yeah. If you put him at the DH, is it possible? I mean, David Ortiz was just a David Ortiz until he got to DH every day. Then he became Big Poppy eventually. I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to be Big Poppy and get MVP votes and make, you know, X amount of all-star games. But I could see, I mean, I think it's, um, I don't know. I think I see it in his swing a little bit. He could. I mean, I'm not saying he can't. He has You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's got the stuff there. It's just left-hander from the same place that Ortiz is from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could have that. Got a cool nickname, Big Poppy, El Coffee. I don't think that matters that matters much, but <laughs> but the point is, yeah, I could see it happening. And and even though it never happened, it's there. It's in him. You know what I mean? You don't get yeah. to be a top prospect and a highly touted prospect from multiple people without having the ability to be, I mean, like I said, not poppy numbers. Right. But without having upside. Yeah. I get that. And he's even, I think he's a little bit bigger than pop. I mean, not bigger, <laughs> but bigger. Actually, I I actually just pulled it up. Polanco's listed 6'5", 240. Ortiz is 6'3", 230. So, not much different. Built yeah. a little different. Yeah. You know, but if uh, maybe if Polanco lets himself go a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> he could hit he could hit better. No, I I you know what I mean? Or I mean, Ortiz struck out a lot too. He had a hole in his swing against lefties. It eventually got there. I mean, Polanco's first home run was off a lefty. He just hit a home run off a lefty not too long ago. Yeah. So, I mean, he can still hit lefties, but he's, you know, easier to strike out. But I'm just, uh, whatever. 
I'm not going to beat that. I'm not going to beat a dead horse there. But the point is, he could still work. He's not too yeah. old. No. I, I saw one tweet that said that, you know, that, you know, because some people are saying, like, ah, Pirates kind of did him dirty, not letting him finish the season. And that's why I was saying, like, ah, but if they're giving him an opportunity to go somewhere else, then maybe it's not. Maybe they had a conversation. We don't know that. Right. Don't pretend like we know that they this wasn't a, an understood thing between Polanco and the club. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It might, it may have been. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. They did him dirty. I don't know. But you know, I just I could see I could see this go in a different way. If they had a conversation, I could see this not being rude. But anyway, somebody said. Hey man, I don't feel bad for him. Like he's still going to get paid. Mm-hmm. So you got a multimillionaire who gets an early retirement. Like that's fine. And I'm like, ah, I don't think this is a retirement. At 29, no. no. You know what I mean? He'll get a job. He'll be 30 years old next year. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to pay him four million dollars to to see if he works out as a DH. Yeah. And then watch him be healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just don't know. It's doable. The potential's there. The potential is obviously, that's all he's ever had. Right. Is potential. Thanks, Polanco, for your 96 home runs as a pirate in eight seasons. (laughs) (laughs) And good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. Because you're a lot of fun, and sometimes that's important. Be fun. Also, this move could have been made three months ago, and we would have all been like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The fact that they let it go this long is the only reason that it's even a discussion on whether or not this is a weird move. Yeah. They could have just let him finish this a month and a half or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, right. They could have, they, they could have let him finish the month and a half. and just not played him a whole lot. Yeah. And still giving people looks. Yeah. And still giving people looks and, and, and yeah. What's the difference? Get him out of the way. Right. Is his, yeah. is his attitude going to be the same? Probably. I mean, he's Polanco. His attitude probably would have been just fine. Yeah. I mean, you just, you just kind of get that vibe from him. Uh, yeah, so I, this is not like, this is, we have credible source, Rob Viertemple from The Athletic. That's obviously a credible source. The yeah. Pirates have not announced this yet. I imagine they will. Maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. Uh, but either way, the only thing that's weird about it is you, you like to have a guy kind of have this idea that we knew Frazier was getting traded, so we kind of thought, this could be his last game. But at this point in the season, we didn't really think that from Polanco. Right. You just kind of figured, well, we didn't trade him, so he's going to finish he's out the year, and then we're here. not going to pick up his option. Yes, a lot of us are frustrated with how he's played, but he also has a lot of fans. Yeah. I mean, that's just the truth. So maybe someday he'll come back to Pittsburgh, and we'll be able to say, 
hey, man, thanks. I mean, I know it didn't work out, but we appreciate you anyway. It will be interesting. It will be. You know, saying that and say, see what, what we do when, when he does come back with another team. He's yeah. Gonna, he's going to be in the majors. They'll do a thing. Um, They'll do a little thing on the video think? board. Yeah. I mean, the Pirates will. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think he'll get a, a a standing ovation. I think it's one of those things where he gets his first at bat, we give him a little yay, and then we yeah. move on. Yeah. And then that's closure, and it's over. But there's enough people here who've liked Polanco, even though it never worked out, we've liked him enough to say, hey, man, you were you were still, like, we still watched you for eight years. And yeah. we still rooted for you. Now... I'm sure that some of you listening didn't root for him. You wanted him out. But for those of you who are just fans no matter what, you rooted for him. You wanted him to to figure it out. I'm in that camp. I wanted him to figure it out. I wanted him to stop getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, I did too. So Obviously, because obviously, I always yeah. told people, like, hey, this is it, this is the year. Yeah, and it, it, it was always there and it never happened. But I think yeah. that maybe this is another example of, well, it's certainly another example of Huntington not being, a, like, his development not being good. Yeah. But maybe this is another example of getting somebody at the major league level too soon. And we've talked about that with, you know, more recently with guys like Cole Tucker. Was yeah. it too soon? You know what I mean? And so maybe, maybe, you know, Maybe it was all just potential and was never going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I have. Let, let's get through the games from this week. And uh, we we obviously, coming into this, we, we thought about the, the MLB Pipeline's updated their top prospect list. Baseball America had theirs out. We were going to talk prospects. We were going to say, oh, we could do that. We also could talk about the the playoff race around the league. I know that, the, you know, we mostly talk about Pirates here, but, I mean, ultimately we're baseball fans as well. You may as well look around the league, mm-hmm. know what's going on. We made some predictions at the beginning of the year. Our Atlanta pick is looking to work out okay right now. And really, our Dodger pick might even work out too. Well, yeah. you picked, you might have picked the Padres. No, you said the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah, picked the Dodgers to win it. Padres are not in the in the if the season ended today, they they missed. Yeah. And I think we both had them in. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. I think most people in America have them. Yeah, that's a good point. And they still may. <clears throat> sure. We need our boy Adam Frazier to start hitting though. Yeah. That would help him. Anyway, um not a bad week. I mean, we're talking about the Dodgers. The Dodgers have won like ten million in a row before today. Yeah. So, uh, including in those ten million was a three-game sweep of the Pirates. By the way, we haven't beat the Dodgers for, I mean, like a couple years now. I think it was two thousand seventeen. I think I I think it's two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. Still, might be ninth. I'm 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 holding on that it's nineteen, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's sixteen in a row which is one away from the run we went against the the, the Brewers a, a few years ago. 
when we lost 17 in a row to the Brewers, which is why I can't stand the Brewers anymore. It's not fair to the Brewers that I don't like them because Ryan Braun's not even there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't like them because of that. Anyway. Uh, against the Dodgers, Brault did look good in his first game. It was just a two-to-one game, but Brault came in five and two-thirds through 76 pitches, three hits, no runs, a walk, four strikeouts. We talked about it last week, uh, him coming in and having a, a good start or two. And so that was good to see. He looked good. Tutugo, which, by the way, we signed this week and let Nagowski go or at least sent him to Indianapolis. And he gets a pinch hit double in his first at bat, hits a double the next day, hits a home run the next day, hits a home run the next day. So maybe another Nagowski lightning in a bottle situation till he fades and then we'll actually, then the season will be over. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, two to one loss, uh, Tuesday, Will Crow pitched and four to three loss. So two good games against the Dodgers. But they're just on fire right now. And then Wednesday, more of the Brubaker saga. Yeah. It's, it's just getting rough, man. Four innings. I, I feel bad for the guy. Eight hits, seven runs, two walks, six strikeouts, but he gives up three home runs. And, yeah, he's frustrated. Yeah. But they're – kudos to him. I understand this is like one of those things where we say, get him out of there. But they're letting him work through it. Yeah. I don't have I mean, much choice, but. Right, right. But they're letting him work through it. It's, I mean, it's just not good. We we talked all about it last week. So if you didn't listen to, to last week's episode, go check it out. We spent some time on Brubaker. It continued and didn't get better this week. Yeah. So lost that game 9 nothing. Uh, Thursday off, and then Friday went into St. Louis. Mitch Keller shows up. Uh, St. Louis is doing really good lately, too. Yeah. Pushing their way into the postseason conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you know, I, there's articles popping out. Hey, don't sleep on the Cardinals. They're they're making their way. Well, then the Pirates go into town. Mitch Keller goes five, six hits, six strikeouts, walks one guy. He sure he threw eighty nine pitches, but I mean we haven't seen this from Keller in a minute, right? Good sign there. So to go hit the dinger, we win four nothing. Uh, we had four hits; they had ten, <laughs> <laughs> but got out of the jams. Yeah, pick up a W. Saturday, Dylan Peters does his normal thing: five innings with just like one or two runs or zero or no runs. Seems like, I, I don't know what the deal is there, but, like, they're not. Um, he never goes deep, but he's doing well. I mean, he threw 72 pitches. You, I know you're in the same. Well, why Why are we taking him out? Right. So well, I didn't get to see that one with everything that was going on this weekend. But, yeah, you know, I just don't know. I'm not going to comment on that one because I don't know the situation at the time. Did well, they pinch and, it for him? Did they, you know what I mean? Yeah, and the other thing is, too, is we don't really um, we don't really know where he's at in his season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's only been up, but, like, he's been pitching in AAA, but has he 
did he spend his time with the Angels? Was he in the bullpen? Are we still stretching? I mean, like, yeah. I haven't even looked it up because I didn't know what he was going to be for us. So, yeah. either way, he's looked good, mm-hmm. but just hasn't been out there very long. We get a win, 5-4, to four, and David Bednar, first MLB save. Yeah. Give him one. Give yeah. Him one. Atta boy, David Bednar. That's a good thing for a yeah, relief pitcher, a guy good. who came in like he was he was a relief pitcher from as long yeah. as we've known him anyway. Yeah. So get your first MLB save. Sunday, today, Stephen Brault, four innings, which is a little bit interesting, but considering he went five and two-thirds last time, but it's all about pitch count. Last time he threw 76 pitches. This time he threw 81. So you can tell they're stretching Brault out, like you said. Mm-hmm. Four innings, five hits, a run, a couple walks, a strikeout. So far in his four starts, 193 ERA. Sure would have been nice to have Stephen Brault all year. Sure. Maybe that would have been another piece to the Sherrington puzzle to be able to have him in a trade. Yeah. As much as we got for Tyler Anderson. Right. Which actually he's been doing pretty good for the Mariners. He gets he pitches innings and they're fa- I mean like he's not going to light the world on fire but he's giving them good starts. Yeah. Anyway. Wainwright again today. 8 innings, 2 hits, 9 strikeouts. I mean, it's incredible. And and part of the reason why this team is making waves Maybe they fall short, but they're right. at least showing that, yeah, I mean, we're still a good team. We we struggled this year, and that took us out of the race. Well, they're, they're getting healthy. Yeah. Flaherty's activated now, right? I'm not sure. Is he? I didn't I actually Flaherty's see. Flaherty's back, and uh, Miles Mikolas is, is coming back. He's He's thrown. He's throwing against us. Uh, this weekend, did he throw against us this week? Also, I don't remember. They threw. Uh, they, they did the opener twice. No, that was the Dodgers. Yeah, that was the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. He threw five innings against us on Friday. We got yeah. a couple runs. They were unearned, but a couple runs. But yeah, you're right. So he's back. And then, um, you said Flaherty. So I'm not sure if he's back yet or not. I'm looking it up right now. It doesn't look like he's it doesn't look like he's listed as on the injured list, so yeah. I would say so. They're getting healthy. Yeah, so I mean when they're healthy and they have everybody, they're Oh look at me. I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, he's made two starts in August. Mm -hmm. I have not been paying attention to the to to him in particular. But we had Wainwright, Happ, and, and Michaelis. So and Happ and Happ's been thrown really well for them. Yeah. Uh, lately. Yeah. Yeah. ERA five eighty eight so far on the year, but Wainwright has really been the big, just big time lately. So good. But anyway. 
Um, yeah. It is what it is. Get a series win, though. It is, you know, three against yeah. the Diamondbacks coming up, then the Cardinals come back down. So we'll, we'll get to see Michaelis, I think, I think on Thursday. But you were looking something up there? Yeah. You thought Hap was doing better than that? No. They just got him in a trade, didn't they? I don't actually know that. Yeah, yeah. So he was pitching to a 677 clip in Minnesota this year. Yeah. Then St. Louis got him. He's pitching to a 199 for St. Louis. There you go. How many games? He's 2 and 0, oh, four starts. Yeah. Good job. Good call out there. I was surprised because I, I mean, like I was paying attention a little bit to him too. And I was like, well, I mean, he's looked good lately, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't put that together that it was a, it was a trade there that got him. So, uh, I mean, shoot. I mean, we went right through it. That's it. That's the week's games. You win a series. Yeah. Can't ask for much better than that. The no. Dodgers are, Dodgers are hot and the, and the Cardinals are hot. Yeah. I expected to lose both of those. I mean, and the thing about it is we have to have one of the hardest schedules, remaining schedules in the league. Uh, Yeah, I mean. It's a tough schedule. We're we're going up against a lot of good teams. The interesting thing about it is, is if we were in the race, I think you even call it tough. It's hard to even put it into perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we've got, uh, like I said, we've got Arizona for three. But then we got the Cardinals, the White Sox, the Cubs. Well, the Cubs are no Cubs and yeah. Tigers and Nationals. That's good. But we still have nine against the Reds in the middle of them trying to get in. Phillies yeah. are still fighting. It's more recent than, you know what I mean, and the fact that we still have nine against the Reds. Which, right. by the way, if the season ended today, the Reds would be in the postseason. They'd be going to that wild card game. Mm-hmm. They'd be going to L.A. to play the wild card game, but nonetheless, wild card game. Yeah. And literally anything can happen in a one-game playoff. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it, obviously. Yeah, I don't like it. Why would we like it? Back-to-back years, we run into Bumgarner, which, by the way, we're going to face Bumgarner this week. He's pitching uh, Tuesday? Is that right? Yeah. Brubaker versus Bumgarner. <laughs> Ready for some flashbacks? Right. But it's the Diamondbacks, and they don't have their best hitter anymore, so he's now with Milwaukee. So maybe, maybe another, maybe back-to-back series wins. Maybe. We owe him. Yeah. We owe him. We certainly do. Uh, I don't think that if we do get swept by them, I don't think that they're worse than us, like as far as record goes still. Yeah. If you look at the standings. Uh, Arizona, 336, 42 and 83. We are 44 and 80. So, yeah, maybe. <laughs> if they beat us three games right here, we'll have the same amount of losses. Then We'll have two more wins, but we'll have the yeah. same amount of losses. Well, no, they'll have one more win. Yeah, they'll have, yeah. They'll have one more win, but we'll have the same amount of losses. So, they'll have an extra win. So, yeah, they will... If they sweep us again, 
then we will then drop below them. We certainly aren't dropping below the Orioles. The Orioles were just lost their 18th straight game. Oh, wow. 18 straight games. 309. What's their record now at this point? 38 and, and 85. Now, it doesn't feel that far away from us, but we've been losing a lot, too. At this point, you would have thought somebody would have passed us up. Right. But the Rangers aren't. The Rangers right. are 43 and 80, and we're 44 and 80, so we just have a little edge on the Rangers right now. <laughs> One win more, but really the loss column is the column you look at. You know what I mean? But yeah, but winning percentage... 355, they have a 350, so fourth. So hopefully maybe Texas can jump us and we can get a sooner draft pick. I don't care. Oh, yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter. But, yeah, Baltimore's <laughs> still – we said that at the beginning of the year. That was going to be the worst team in the league. They've came through. Yeah. They've, they've shown up. Everybody got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were some roster moves. Chad Cool's back. I think I read something that said they're going to start him off in the bullpen just to stretch him out. I'm not sure. Ponce was sent down to Indy. Uh, Nagowski was sent to Indy. Kai Tom came off the injured list immediately, DFA'd and sent to Indy. Um, that's basically it. Yoshi Tsutsugo, we signed. So we'll see him instead of Nagowski in all the situations that Nagowski was in. Left-handed hitter, though, so, mm-hmm. you know. Basically, Tsutsugo is the same age, but hit 200 home runs in Japan before playing in the major leagues. So, I think they're about the same age. I think Nagowski right. was like 29, right, and just made it to the majors. And Tsutsugo basically has a little bit of a track record. But... In four yeah. games, he's hit more home runs than Nagowski did with us. It hasn't been a good. It hasn't been a good track record in the majors. But, no, no. He started with Tampa know. Bay, didn't go well. He was with the Dodgers this year. Coincidentally, had a pretty good series against the Dodgers when we picked him up. A couple doubles, a homer. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, anyway, kind of the way it is. Sam Howard is. Uh, Doing his uh, rehab in Indy right now. So he'll probably be back soon. There'll be a move after the, or to get him back, obviously. So I don't know. Kyle Keller, Pat, or Pat Mears, Nick Mears, Anthony Bonda, Chase and Shreve. Any of those guys? I don't know. I would imagine they probably keep Shreve around. I was just yeah. throwing his name out there because he's left-handed. You know what I mean? You're bringing Howard back. Maybe you right, yeah. Now I don't think they see Howard as really I mean, he can throw against anyone. So Right. He's not just like a lefty guy. So you know I, what I mean? I I look I look at Anthony Bonda to be the guy the, the odd man out. Yeah. Well I I think the pirates I don't know. like Kyle Keller. You do? I mean they they've sent him up I and think, down a few times though. If he's if if yeah. they've already used an option, That's and I think true. Bonda's out of options, so if if they were seeing yeah. Howard as just a relief yeah, pitcher, the... and not like a left-handed situation, 
If it's just a left-handed yeah. situation, Bonda goes. But if not, I could see Nick Mears or Kyle Keller going down. So that's, you know. Weird. Uh, I know there's been a little bit of... Or not a little bit. I know there's been a lot of bit of moves. And it does feel... I mean, it just feel. I talked about this last week. It feels like the season's just about to be over, and we still have a whole other month of this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're at eighty losses right now. Last series of the year is the first weekend in October. Yeah. So we got some baseball left, and for for the players, August is almost over. I think you start to see a little bit in September. We'll have a couple new players on the during the call-ups. And maybe that's what they do. Maybe they just... Maybe Howard's time just coincides with call-ups and they don't have to do anything. Yeah. He just comes up and everybody's there. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be Cole Tucker or whoever. We'll just... We'll talk about that when it comes, but... Yeah. Really, uh, tonight was a little bit thrown off <laughs> with the Polanco <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Really kind of threw a curveball into everything and anything that we thought of, but also, you know, it's just been a it's been a weird week with the late games and then the, the busy weekend and everything. Yeah. So more baseball this week. I this gets to the time when it when it hits September though, I start to really like say, man. We only get another month of watching baseball. <laughs> Pirates baseball. Pirates baseball. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm still we. I watch all the postseason, yeah. and I'm and I'm telling you right now, when it gets to the postseason, there will be very very little Pirates news. So I don't know what we're gonna do, but I would venture to say we would probably just talk baseball, or, you know, I don't know, but. Let us know if you guys, I mean, weekly episodes are going to be super boring if yeah. like all off season. So I don't know what our schedule will look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It. I, will we even have anything to talk about every week? I mean, we're going to try to mix some things in, but you know, if you're listening, let us know. Maybe we'll do, you know, just get any of you guys, like any fans on. Maybe we'll try to get some some guests on, do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm bringing that up right now just because everything was kind of thrown into a curveball for me, and these are some of the things I've been thinking lately. But anyway, um, that's all I really have. I mean, if you're not paying attention to the playoff race, Look at, I mean, take a look because it's getting, it's getting pretty cool. Like Tampa Bay, New York's on, New York's yeah. unbelievable right now. The Yankees. So they're, they're pushing. They're a little bit back, like five mm-hmm. games or so back, but they're pushing. And, and there's, and there's a, there's a good bit of that going on. And Boston's not too far behind. I know they're kind of falling the other, the other yeah. direction, but they could get, they could get hot too. You know what I mean? They're only yeah. two wins behind the Yankees, three losses, and I'm sure they play each other. Look at the TV guide. 
the TV guide. Is there a TV guide anymore? <laughs> I know there's a, a station for it. Yeah, okay. Anyway. I don't think there's a paperback, you know, old school right. book that sits by your dad's recliner anymore. Right, yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. But no, I mean, right now, Boston's in position to be a wild card team, so that's another piece of it. Oakland, Seattle, they're all in it. They're all in it. Yeah. But of the division winners, we got, you know, nine minutes here till we're in an hour. Now, who knows if some of that gets cut, but point is of the division winners, Tampa Bay, Chicago White Sox, Houston Astros, Atlanta Braves, Milwaukee Brewers, San Francisco Giants. Give me two teams that don't win their division. The closest races tough. is Oakland's only three and a half from Houston. Yankees are only four and a half from Tampa Bay. Philadelphia's only five from Atlanta. And Dodgers are only two and a half from San Francisco. I mean... Or give me one. I've been saying all year. I mean, I don't think the Giants are going to stick it out. I think the Dodgers catch the Giants. They're on fire. The Yankees are on fire the right Yankees now. Yankees are... But they're a little bit, I mean, the closer one is Oakland and Houston, but I don't see yeah. that either. Maybe I'm a Bay hater. <laughs> I don't, I actually don't hate the Giants either. I'm just, and usually if they're good, I believe in them. I don't, Yeah. I, it's not that I don't, I, they've convinced me I'm in right now. I still think the Dodgers are going to overcome them. Yeah. But they might not because I think the Giants are, they've shown. That they're that that they're that good. Sure. Cincinnati's not catching Milwaukee. No. And I think Atlanta's get, starting to run away with it a little bit. Yeah. I I mean, understanding that like Philadelphia is only five games back, but they're flirting with five hundred. Right. They could get hot, but I don't see the Mets blowing up and getting there. Mm. It's going to be Atlanta. Unfortunately, it'll be Houston. I don't know. I mean, Oakland could. But I'm Dodgers are going to take it. And yeah. do the, and do the Reds make the postseason? Right now, if it ended today, they're one game above San Diego, four and a half above St. Louis. Do they make the postseason? No. Okay. Remember when we did it at the beginning of the year, I said, I think the Reds could make a run. And here they are. You think the Dodgers get it back? Or I'm sorry, you think the Padres get it back? Yeah. I actually thought at one point that Cincinnati would be chasing the Dodgers, not the Padres. And the exact opposite happened. The Dodgers like got hot and the Padres fell down. I thought with the injuries, the Dodgers were going to fall back. But I don't know, man. Cincinnati's been good. Yeah, but what was it? I was, I was watching MLB Network the other day, and they were talking about the Reds a little bit. And the back end of the rotation is carrying that team right now as far as pitching-wise. 
Castillo and Sonny Gray have not been that great. Dude, that's like the perfect, that is the perfect uh, ingredients to make a run because those two guys could could just snap the into other it. The three could fall off too. Well, sure, but at least you're not depending on only your aces and you don't have a back end. It's true. You know what I mean? And quite frankly, I don't, I mean, their bullpen's bad. So I don't think they make a postseason like once they're in the postseason, but not many teams can score with them. Yeah. Right now. You know what I mean? They just, they score yeah. a ton of runs. So that's, they're, they're very up and down too. But Votto's been unreal. And when you have a guy yeah, like that been, who's yeah. leading your team, that's a big deal. Like, if that was Castellanos has fell, fallen off a lot. Has he? Yeah. I mean, but Castellanos, you have Winker, you have India's still playing well. Now yeah. you got Moose back. Naquin just had a a two homer game. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's, you know, he's back a little They're good. bit. They're good. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to play like hater. I'm just No, I get it. And who knew that that Farmer was going to be that good? Right. I didn't see that coming. That which means they're deep. Yeah. Last seven games, Castellanos is hitting three seventy. Hmm. Last fifteen, two ninety six. Okay, so he he he's found it back. Yeah. 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 Because last thirty. 255. So yeah, he scuffled, but looks like he's bouncing back. Yeah. I'd like to see, now that we're not in it, I'd like to see the Reds take a run. I have a lot of friends who are Reds fans being in Central Ohio. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see him take a run while we're not good. That way we don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That way we're not, I don't have to root against them because we're we don't matter. <laughs> or we're irrelevant. I'm obviously rooting for the Braves the rest of the way. Yeah. Because the wife's a big Braves fan. So Yeah. Well, they certainly are hot right now. Yeah. And doing it all without Acuna. Yeah, I mean, but the trade deadline, they just load it up. Load it up. Yeah. Anthropolis is good. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Like, one guy, they went out and got four. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least three. Didn't they get an entire new outfield? Yeah. Yeah. They have four outfielders at the deadline. Yeah. That's their four outfielders. Right. That's big time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're doing it without Acuna. He's one of the top, probably top five players. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not just, I saw off the top of my head, but. Yeah. At least one of the top five exciting players. Right. Right. But. All right. Well, let's, uh, Giving an old let's go Bucks here. We got seven games this week. Every night, seven o'clock, every night till Sunday. <laughs> and it's a one o'clock game, but seven o'clock every night. Take your dog to the field Tuesday. <laughs> and then you can buy it. Then you I can, couldn't take my dogs to the field. No. I couldn't do it. No. But then you can buy a dog for a dollar on Thursday. Well, there you go. Dollar dog night. 
Free shirt Friday, fireworks Saturday. Yeah. Good week. August. It's a good time to go to a ball game. Regardless of how good they're doing. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Until next week. Let's go Bucks. I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, let's go, let's go Bucks. It's going to go further than next week. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. Once again, Twitter, Facebook, all those good things. Come talk to us. We we still didn't... Uh, we didn't get enough response on... The question from last week. Are we earned run or unearned run? If you didn't listen to last week's episode, Jake and I do not fight very much on here. We definitely disagreed with this. I think it was more of like a funny argument, but either way. We definitely disagree on this, and none of it matters because it'll always be the way that Jake thinks it is. It'll never change. But we didn't hear enough. Uh... Let us know what you think of Gregory Polanco. Let us know if this is a good luck or a, it's about time. Or I guess it could be both. But <laughs> either way, Twitter, bridge number two, Bucktober. Let's go, Bucks. Yep. Yeah.